Hi, my name is Callie, and on this podcast, hindsight is everything. Our goal is to look back on seasons we've been through and help prepare those about to face the same things. There's something powerful in knowing you're not alone and knowing someone has gone before you. So I gather up some great people, I ask them all the questions I can think of, and then, hopefully, by the end, we're better than when we started. I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to No One Told Me. Unfortunately, I can't watch E! News every single night. And I miss half of the headlines in the morning news because I'm trying to get pants on someone so we can leave the house. Since this is a podcast to make sure you're informed on, well, life, I thought it's time we start a new segment called Did Anyone Tell You? Once a month, we'll gather up some of our favorite things we've heard about and share them with you so we'll at least feel relevant when someone says, hey, did you know Britney Spears is bringing a show to Broadway? We can say, "Uh, absolutely, we knew that. Let me tell you all about it. I don't know if that's something to be super proud of, but hey, at least you will know what they're talking about. And we cover lots of other topics on this one too, like Apple's new venture, what Aunt Becky's actual name is, is Full House's Dog Comet still alive, and what did Taylor Swift learn before turning 30? My friends Kari and Kaylee join me for our brand new episode, Did Anyone Tell You? Okay. Well, here's the thing. I don't know how this show works either because this is our first ever. (laughs) Did anyone tell you? So this is a new segment we're going to do each month where we're going to go over some of the big things that happened in the month and maybe some of the things you didn't even know happened to make sure that we are really sharp without watching e-news every night because I miss it a lot. And this is when I need you all to fill me in. So for our first ever episode of Did Anyone Tell You? I have some of my favorite people. We have Kari, who is a first-timer. Hello. Welcome. No one told me. He didn't even know to pick up his mic. (laughs) It's true. What kind of fool are you? And we have back again, Kaylee. You might remember her from Enneagram and also Halloween. Mm, Halloween. Mems. All Hallow's Eve. Ah. I don't know know who calls it that, so I couldn't really reference it. But so here's our goal. We are going to talk about some of the things that stuck out to us in the month of March that we want to make sure that you know about. Not because it's going to make you really smarter, but because you'll have more things to talk about in group settings. And aren't we all just looking for more things to talk about in group settings? Kaylee just held the mic away from her so she can burn. Callie, listen, <laughs> Callie made me dinner. It is wonderful. And I had to burp. I didn't want to bless you all with that. I appreciate that from you. So I'm going to start it off with the thing that was, I watch Good Morning America every single morning. It's my favorite news station. And every day in March since this broke, probably mid-March, this was the headline. And it was the college admission scandal mm. that sent... Aunt Becky no. to jail. <laughs> I love oh. how no one even really uses her real name. What is it's her real name? <laughs> I don't know what her, what is her it real name? Matter. Hang on. It was it's here. Becky. It was here. No, but here's what got me is it was her and another celebrity. It was the woman from um, um, Desperate Housewives. So you don't even know who she is. You don't but even know her fake is, name. No one's even talking about her. She's not Aunt Becky who no should have known better. No one cares about her that she did this too. I mean, they kept playing clips from her show where she offered bribes to people. <laughs> oh, no. I 
love it when they roast them like that. It's so good. Like that was her real life and she was offering just anyone who walked by Here's the proof. Look at her in season three, episode six. <laughs> this is how we know this is real. But here's what, what question I want to ask you all. Is one, these parents obviously paid for their kids to get into these Ivy League-ish. Not all of them were Ivy mm-hmm. League schools. But they got them on random teams. Like, there was also a student who was on, there were two students who were on, like, soccer team rosters oh who had never even played soccer. <laughs> ever. And the coaches agreed to it for money. But here's my question. I'm the only one here with kids currently. But if you had a kid and you knew they're not, they're not going to do well. <laughs> like... They're not going to make it. How would you help them? Like, would you just encourage them to go to learn some, like a, a trade? Mm-hmm. <laughs> trade <laughs> That's what I'm saying. School. Like, but Nothing this girl, trade she ended up Agreed. just being like her daughter, Aunt Becky's daughter. What is her real name? Aunt Becky. <laughs> Which we're one of the go twins is she? I thought they were boys. <laughs> Alex. Alex. <laughs> Who's the other one? Why can I remember all their names, but I can't remember her actual real name? I remember her. And Becky, DJ, Kimmy Alex Gibbler. And did you watch the reprisal on Netflix? No, I wasn't about that. <laughs> uh, Ryan got really into it. He loved it. We watched the whole first season of them being back. It wasn't great. I'm be honest with you. Um, okay, but her daughter, uh, Olivia Jade, I do know her daughter's name. She had a YouTube channel that blew up. And now she's an influencer. So she, did she really need to be in school? Because she was. she's making money herself. She didn't want to go to school. Wasn't she not going to school even she though? Wasn't she wasn't going to classes. Like she would she would brag about it on the YouTube channel. I'm not even going to these classes. Well, there was a tweet from her. The only thing I read about this, there was a tweet from the girl year a year ago or whatever that was like, well, I'm so glad that my mom convinced me to go. Like I wasn't going to go. I don't even like college. I'm like, what? Your mom convinced you or your mom paid for you? Slash paid you. Did she pay her mm-hmm. to go? Yep. Well, apparently she was on a yacht with some friends when she when the news broke. Ooh. And the family, you know that family was like, you got to go. Hard like, life. I can't have them coming and finding you on my yacht. Swim to shore. You got to go home. Like, you're yeah. gone. She lost her Alta sponsorship as well. Wow. But people are talking about all the ways that wealthy families get their kids in school anyway without having to pay their way in. Like, donations. They just make yeah, a big donation. that's a thing. The kid gets in, and it's legal. It's just how it works. Um, uh, legacy admissions. So if like your parent mm. went there, you're probably going to get in. And then like campus visits, which I don't really understand. Like they demonstrate interest in the schools. Does it like bring eyes on the school? Yes. Famous? Yeah. And so yeah. the the families who can avoid their campus visits are more likely to get into. Interesting. And I'm just over mm. here trying to get into UT when they Listen. upped the ACT score God. to like 26. And I was like, you all want geniuses? <laughs> you want yeah. geniuses at this school? <laughs> you know I'm going to take out loans to go here. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so that's one of my biggest one. And then my other one, did anyone tell you all? I feel like no one told you this. Did anyone tell you all that Britney Spears has a musical going to Broadway? Oh, What's no. the name of it? This is the best part of the whole thing. And I don't know. I don't know if you can handle it. It's called "Once Upon a One More Time." <laughs> so she like sings like "Once Upon a One More Time." I'm I just don't understand why she couldn't come up with something better. I mean, she, if you want to know that it's a Britney Spears play, though, there would there's not a better name than that. That's a valid. Point. Is it centered on her life? 
Okay, so the show is going to use her back catalog to populate a story based around a book club made up of fairy tale princesses. Okay, I was I was only hoping to hear that there was an act called 2007 where she shaves her head <laughs> and wheels an umbrella outside of a white Escalade. That was the only, that's all I want to see out of her. She just fights people in the audience. She just pulls them up and just starts smacking them with her umbrella. That's <laughs> I don't care about princesses. So the plot, um, it has a rogue fairy godmother and it, this fairy godmother causes the women to question their notions of happily ever after. Oh. Mm, that's deeper than Very I thought. Deep. So here's some words that are used to describe it so far. Uproarious. Is that a word? I'm sorry, but if that is in, like, I, we were looking at Netflix the other day for a show or a movie, and anything that was described as uproarious, I, I passed. Because mm. that's, that's too big. You're trying too hard with that word. Irreverent was also used. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, these women, <laughs> Britney Spears said that they've been sealed into this world of fairy tales, and they're going to break free. Mm. I love it. Shave their heads, all of them. So every they have to keep bringing in new actresses because <laughs> they keep shaving their heads. All right, so those were my top two for March that I really feel like no one had told you about yet. So you are welcome for that very deep insight. Next, we're going to jump into Kari's and hear what he learned about over the past month that he really feels like you need to know. When we launched, no one told me. We did it knowing it would eventually lead to community. Because that's the root of it, really. Finding people who feel what you feel. Understand the season you're in because they've walked through it, too. This community has grown, and we know it's time to create something we can all show up for, that we can all be better through because we believe in each other. Fit by No One Told Me starts in just two weeks, and there's still time for you to sign up for this free six-week boot camp. Boot camp makes it sound scary. It's not scary. I promise. Find out more, sign up, and be a part of the party by checking out noonetoldmepodcast.com. All right. So now Kari's going to get a chance to tell us something that we really need to know about from the month of March. What do you have, Kari? Yeah. So when we're recording this, there has just been one weekend of the NCAA tournament, which is one of my favorite weekends of the year. I'm a huge sports fan, and the NCAA tournament is honestly amazing. And something that's remarkable about it is that no matter how much college basketball I watch, my bracket each year has gotten worse and worse. Like, So we just went on a walk spring break trip, and we had several freshmen and sophomores, and like there was a girl who filled out her bracket probably five minutes before the brackets locked and she like had her final four and like I was like oh, okay like I don't know if I would have made those picks but good luck literally after the first weekend she's like over a hundred points better than me in my bracket and I'm like okay that's a little embarrassing but so you it's know an what? art not a science yeah it's really just like who do you like the name of or the, the colors also or the mascots mm -hmm. like Ryan it, was visibly upset about his. Like he, like he was sitting in the car not talking to me. We were driving somewhere this weekend, and I said, "What's wrong?" He said, "I mean, my bracket's not even close." Uh, <laughs> so, like, like, I've gotten to the point where I just laugh at how it's somehow gotten worse mm -hmm. and worse mm -hmm. each and every single year. But this year, there has been history made. So, NCAA.com has been tracking every single bracket on ESPN, CBS, Yahoo, Fox, and Sports Illustrated. 
And this year is the longest that anyone has ever gone with a perfect bracket. No one has ever gone the first four consecutive days. Is someone still perfect? Yes. (gasps) So someone's, as of March 25th, someone's is still completely perfect. And just so that y'all understand the odds of this, so granted the odds of picking a correct tournament game isn't the exact same as flipping a coin, but it's probably the closest thing to it. So if you were to flip a coin 48 times and correctly like say, oh, it's going to be heads this time. It's going to be tails this time. That's the best. Um, that's the best comparison. So the odds of this person having a perfect bracket this deep into the tournament is one in two hundred eighty-one trillion four hundred seventy-four billion nine hundred seventy-six million seven hundred ten thousand six hundred and fifty-six. So are you impressed that he could just say that whole number and get I it think right? You practiced. Did, Did you practice, practice that? I, okay, I practiced a little bit, but <laughs> the first time I practiced, I got it right. So I'm actually a little oh. bit impressed with myself on that. Too bad that's but on a bracket. When I saw that, I was just like, you know what? That's absolutely incredible. Like, I would feel so good about myself. Who do, you, do you think it's some random girl it's some whose gr- boyfriend yeah. oh, made her fill it out? 100%. Well, <laughs> so I made Tara, my wife, fill out a bracket for the first time this year, and she's also destroying me. So, like, my goal is to only watch Tennessee basketball <laughs> games next year, not watch any other college basketball, and, and then, then fill guess. out my bracket and hope to do better. Um, Here's but- why this information is so valuable, ladies, is because you can impress your husband, number mm-hmm. one, if you share this, but also... If you're out there just playing the field, you've got some very <laughs> useful... that number off a couple times, see where it gets you. <laughs> see where you end up after that conversation. <laughs> exactly. So, but the exciting thing about this, and you know what? Maybe we have to edit this out if Tennessee loses, but this perfect bracket has projected that Tennessee will beat Purdue on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So... Prophecy. I'm thinking it's going to be good. Having to wait till Thursday was the most upsetting thing. I didn't, I do this every year. I forget <laughs> that there's no games after those Sunday games. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to have them the whole week. And then when they say we'll be back Thursday, I am ticked mm-hmm. because I've gotten so into it by that Sunday. I'm yeah. ready for more. After that Duke game, I was Ugh. very much you ready were for uproarious. More. Well, that's <laughs> it a, was an uproarious. That was a good time. usage of the I'm word. Proud of you. Way to bring that back Context. around. The saddest thing for me about UCF losing is, and if you've never watched college basketball at all, you need to pick up your phone right now and Google search Taco Fall, spelled T A C K O. Don't let him fool you. Fall. This man is seven foot six, and watching him on a basketball court is unreal. Like mm-hmm. you literally don't think that you're looking at something in real life. One of my favorite things about the games, I talked to you about this, is afterwards, I like after there's a very close game and there's a loss, I want to see how the players interact with each other. Like mm-hmm. I want to see how the teams interact with each other. And sweet, sweet giant taco. <laughs> he had a tear rolling down his face and the camera had a tight shot on him and I got emotional for yeah. him. It was mm-hmm. the sad, it was, he's this giant man with just this <laughs> tear stream down his face. And those old Duke players, they just walked off like, sorry, <laughs> sorry about it. Well, that <laughs> was streaming down his face, but have you heard about the new streaming service that Ooh. Apple is coming out with? Ooh, Ooh, that segue, I know. You were made for podcasting. Thank you. So I was actually pretty impressed by this. So Apple like, I feel like they have more and more of these like big events each they're year. Trying. Like it used to be kind of a big deal, but I feel like they're having one. I didn't every even know it month. happened until after it happened. You know, people yeah. used to get excited for it. Yeah. I didn't know it happened until I used to watch them live. Um, but that wow. was back in college. And it was so much easier to like <laughs> keep up with everything because in college, like when I'm in class, what else obviously, are you gonna do? I wasn't paying yeah. attention. I was on Twitter, live I was on Instagram. Yep. Um just a whole lot less time spent on that now. 
miss it. But Apple TV Plus is like the name of their new streaming service. So what is it? I just saw it in passing. Yes. So apparently they had this huge, big presentation. They did not say what the cost of it will be, which I feel like if you're going to announce a streaming service, you might want to be like, oh, hey, this is how much it's going to cost. Yeah, well, if you're going to charge $1,000 for a phone, they're probably not going to tell you <laughs> oh how much gosh. they're going to charge for streaming. That's true, but... $200 a week. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> Can't afford Easily. it. Easily. And that's the only place say... you can find Britney Spears. <laughs> I, need, I need Aunt Becky to come back and pay for my streaming. <laughs> so that's apparently rolling out this fall and already kind of on their Apple TV app. So they'll they'll combine all of the streaming services that you have. So if you have Hulu or if you have Netflix, like, and you just want to search a show, you can do that with an app. So you'll still be able to do that. But they're also going to have their own original content, which I am really excited for. Apparently, Do they already know what some of it is? Yes. So there's going to be a show with Reese Witherspoon. And apparently okay. Steve Carell is going to be in oh, it, as well him. as Jennifer Aniston. And I'm just kind of super excited oh. about that and I don't know what it is about the two words original content but that just gets me excited like well Netflix they set the bar for us mm -hmm. because I doubted them hard when they were like we're gonna come out oh, their own yeah. stuff I was like good luck <laughs> yeah. but it's so good it is so yeah good. it's so good it's better than a lot of stuff and you get to watch it all at once and I don't want people to judge me so I'm not gonna say what Netflix originals I've watched Gilmore but girls no, oh. that's not. No, that's not a Netflix. Show. A year in the life is. Yeah, it is. Their last one, part two. Get oh. off my back. Oh, <laughs> he doesn't know. Excuse me. Sorry, know. I need no to get up to date on that. No one told you that, did they? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited for that original content that Apple's going to put out, and like. I mean, if it's not more than $20 a month, I'll honestly oh. probably try Apple TV Plus because I don't pay for any of my stuff right now, which mm. I know I'm 20 oh, years, still, old, oh, years old. Like maybe Netflix. people are embarrassed by that. I'm not. My dad's I'd be definitely proud of okay. for most As of I shame Kari, I am on his family plan for Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a yeah, part of nice try, the family. <laughs> Spotify, please don't bust You are us. a butler. <laughs> got shamed by myself. Uh, uh. So the people that you listed, Jennifer Aniston, um, Reese Witherspoon and Steve Carell. Are they all on one show? That's yes. a lot of, that's a lot for one show. So this is called the morning show, which pulls back the curtain Ooh. of the many morning news shows with which people wake up every single day. Mm. It will take quote, an honest look at the complex relationship between men and women in the workplace. Oh. And yeah, so they're joined by Steve Carell, who's apparently also part of the show. So I don't know. I'm going to watch it. Also, there's apparently going to be a Sesame Street show with Big Bird. Um, <laughs> it's called Helpsters. It's famous cast of characters. Big Bird's doing a spinoff? <laughs> Did he get kicked <laughs> off? Did we, is there something we don't it know? It will help kids solve problems using coding and emphasizing the importance of computer programming wow. in kids' education. Listen, um. though, there's money in that. <laughs> I'm overwhelmed by that already. But here's my other question. Apple runs the world. They have all the money, mm -hmm. all the money anyone could ever. Oh, Are yeah, they, they put a billion dollars into this, by the way. That is absurd. Well, this is Poor the Netflix. AirPods. But even what is, what is a billion dollars streaming. to them, though? Mm -hmm. That's nothing to them. But, but to what's us, Netflix going to do? Do you think they'll, I mean, what's going to happen? Well, they upped their price. When was that, last year? They're tricky. Year? Doesn't affect me. <laughs> <laughs> what's better? <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, um, <laughs> what's better, Netflix or Hulu? I have both, but Hulu is only for the show. I don't have cable. So the shows oh, yeah. I want to we watch that are live right now, like Grey's Anatomy, Saturday Night Live, World I can only Dance. watch those. 
false. Uh, I can only you need watch, to watch those. World of Dance. Watch it, you need to be watching <laughs> World of Dance. Did you watch the American Idol? American no, Idol that's come back. Is it 2006? I know. <laughs> no. That's Survivor. <laughs> who Get is off. that? Who is that Chinese guy who made so much? William Hung. William yes. <laughs> he went so far with that. What and the that pants song? on the ground guy. Pants on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta be more impressed with the pants on the ground guy. He <laughs> also made it so far, so far. But that's um, YouTube TV. We don't have cable either, but we got YouTube TV. It's amazing. I got locked in at thirty five dollars. We did too. What? what? How many streaming channels do you have? <laughs> I'm so confused. So YouTube TV is the only thing that I'm paying for, but, but it's incredible because it has like an unlimited library, mm-hmm. and I don't watch that many shows live, but I you have it for sports. You can still do on demand. Mm-hmm. You can do all of Wait that. A you second. Can you record your I'm shows? I'm more concerned about how many shows Kari is watching. You I'm, have Hulu. You have Netflix. You have Amazon. Amazon Prime. You have yes. YouTube. Correct. You're gonna get the Apple. Yeah, I'm gonna. Mess. Yeah, I hope to be a. Um, what's the word that Philly uses? I hope to be an early adopter for the Apple. <laughs> I do too. I was hoping I was an early adopter for YouTube TV because Ryan forced me into that hard. I didn't want to give up That's cable because awesome. it meant I thought it meant I would give up Bravo. Oh, and this is not an, this is not an TV ad for YouTube TV by the way. Yes. I'm happy. Definitely not an ad. Uh, not an ad. They're not paying but you yet. sponsor me because I can't afford it. But if you're listening, YouTube TV, you're awesome. I don't know. Just another $10 off would be nice. What's your favorite Netflix original? I can't. Um, Stranger Things? No. Orange is the New Black. I tried. Sorry, Mom. I tried it. I couldn't. I, it's a lot. I tried it. I did. I wanted to like it, but what I couldn't. Also hard. couldn't really get into Stranger Things. But that's the show. Movie. Do you watch the uh, To All the Boys I Love Before movie? Yes. It's a, it's a good one. I loved it. I it's a good one. It. Yeah. I loved it Mine so is hands down Black Mirror because oh, I it takes Black place Mirror. in like I still don't understand Black Mirror. near future London, oh, so but it's like at the same time, everything that's going on there, you're like, wait, that's actually our society. And there's mm. one episode that will freak you out. There's these robot dogs that are hunting down people and killing <gasps> that them. One, yes. But if you... Look up Boston University robot dogs. They have those, yes. and it literally reminds you of the episode of Black Mirror. And oh, help me. Reminds We're you like, dying. oh, wow, We're the future dying. is here, and it's horrible. That's why I can't watch Doomsday Preppers, because the scenarios <laughs> they describe on that show can life. happen, and we are not prepared. We are not we prepared. Have <laughs> nothing <laughs> ready for the world to end, and I panic about it regularly. <laughs> Ryan had us watching a documentary on living off the grid this weekend. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, I just, I let it happen. It's my fault. There's no Bravo TV off the grid. (laughs) That's the problem. And these people are cuckoo. But listen, are they? Because. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because they're not going down like the rest of us are. They aren't. They make their own, they have their own water from the sky, rain. (laughs) They're early adopters. (laughs) They are. In a way. (laughs) They are early adopters. When the rest of us are dying. Also, why I had to stop watching, um. Walking Dead. Walking mm. Dead. I knew this is it's where it was too going. close no, to home. That's because it's, it was I'm bad after Shane died. After Shane died, the, the wow. show was horrible. The show was, the show was wonderful. It's still on. Please Spoiler alert. <laughs> also. <laughs> if you're in, still in 2012, <laughs> Shane dies in The Walking Dead. <laughs> it just, after I had, we were watching all this stuff and then I had a kid and I was like, I can't, I, I literally will talk to Ryan. We can't protect them. 
Like, if they still have his, yes, what you we can. Teach? All you have to do is let Hagen watch this new show, Helpsters, and they will teach him <laughs> how, how to code. code. You He'll recode. He will recode the robot dogs, and <laughs> everything will save be... the world. Exactly. He looks. I see it in his eyes. He's meant to save the world. <laughs> okay, Kari. Those actually, I feel like I learned a lot from you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. And you were so informed. Way more than me. Hey, Aunt Becky's name was Lori Lachlan. Law right. <laughs> and we're going to stick with Aunt Becky. <laughs> Aunt Becky. So, so, what do you think um, Uncle Jesse thinks about this? <laughs> He's over here getting Jonas Brothers tattooed on his body. He's not even Did worried about it. Is her. he really? Well, Did they he did one of those things where like Nick Jonas posted a picture <laughs> of Jesse and then he put it on his pillowcase, the picture of him and the picture. He had to level up. the whole thing and then he leveled up with a picture of him getting a tattoo of Nick Jonas on his forearm. Don't think it's real, but he's busy. He's a dad now. He's old. He's a dad. He has like a six-month-old. No joke. It's his first kid, too. Don't check me on that. I've never checked any of this. (laughs) Fact check. (laughs) But I feel like he is. He's in his mid-60s. Wait, 60s or 50s? Let's hang on. Let me get the Googler. I think he's in his 60s. I really can't remember his well, name either, so I'm going to have to Google how old is The show is came on in the early 90s, right? <laughs> What's his name? John Stamos. Yes. And it's basically 2020, so he could have been 30. He okay. was, oh, that's crazy. There's no way he was 30. Get ready. Okay. 30. Okay. Over, under 60. Under. I'm going to go under two, even though I just <laughs> <laughs> mathed it out for it to be over. I'm going 58. He's 59. He's 55. <gasps> oh, I'm sorry, Uncle Jesse. You Uncle good. Jesse, you do look great, but I you really do. doubted that because you were like a 55. grandpa when I was a kid watching you yeah, to that's me. Hard. So good for you. How old's the dog? <laughs> what, comment? Is that the dog you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we know the dog's name, but we don't know Aunt Becky's real name. <laughs> what does that say about Aunt Becky? That was also the dog's real name. They also kept playing a clip of her on the show with the twins when Uncle Jesse was trying to force them into school and pay someone off to get them in school. And she was saying, all we care about is who they are as people. We can't play in that clip. Um, Comet died. Well, yeah, it was like 20 years ago. <laughs> no, he was a golden. Did you know he was also? So long. I think he was also Airbud. No <gasps> way. Mm-hmm. He I was best known for movie. his role as Buddy in the movie Airbud and Comet on Full House. That Did you know? Is far more accomplished than most people I know. At least Comet didn't get beat. <laughs> we are. At least they didn't pay him into school. You know what I'm saying? Right. Then everything would have been really school. ruined. They never would have made it. Okay, so you've heard from me. You've heard from Kari. Up next, we're going to hear from Kaylee. Listen, I really like taking pictures of my kids. Pre-kids, seeing all those pictures of babies drove me nuts because, honestly, they all looked the same. But post-kids, I take ridiculous amounts of pictures of them, and I love seeing everyone else's. But I still think all newborns look the same, and you can't, you can't convince me otherwise. Anyway, I say this because we launched a brand new Instagram at No One Told Me Podcast, and I really love it because now I don't have to feel bad about taking time away from spotlighting episodes to show you how entertaining it was when Hagen left teeth marks on Henley's forehead. So make sure you go follow our new Instagram at No One Told Me Podcast for some upcoming giveaways. All right, now we are ready for round three from Kaylee. Kaylee, please tell us something that we didn't know from March. 
something that you didn't know from March is how deep the movie Us is. Mm. Jordan Peele's movie. I saw a trailer for it, like, who even knows how long ago? January, and I've been psyched to see it. Um, He also did the movie Get Out. uh, Which was huge. Which was huge and so great. And this movie, I was like, oh, it's scary. I love scary movies. I want to be scared. I'm super excited. So I went to see it um, with a group of friends the weekend it came out. And honestly, it wasn't as good as Get Out. And I'm not going to spoil. There's a lot of things to be spoiled. I'm not going to spoil it. But it was so good as far as, like, undertones and like questions to ask yourself. Basically the idea without messing it up for you is the theme of the movie is duality. So there's this upper world of normal people, our ordinary lives. And then there's just like lower world that everyone has a twin, basically a shadow, uh, whatever you want to call that. Like you all, everyone has one. And they live in this um, underground, like, unused subway. I can't say this either because it's too plausible. And it, it is a little. <laughs> a little. Feel free to edit this out. But it reminds me from, if you ever watch Fairly Odd Parents, it mm-hmm. reminds me of Anti-Fairies. Yes. Okay. So yes. I'm on the right track. Okay. Yes. Because at first I thought, this girl just has has a match and then it was like the whole family but then everyone in the world had one and I was but like, don't oh. they have masks on why did why is there well the little with the, with boy masks? has a mask on um, why does he have a mask on because i don't want to spoil is it because it? we yeah, live no, don't masked it. Don't lives it. This carrie week. wants to see it <laughs> well it's because like it shows how we live ordinary lives we have all this money we're we're pretty privileged for people whatever but there's this other class of people that we're putting down i think it's like the main the main message, obviously. Didn't like, he also have an underlying message with Get Out, too? Like, yes. That's the way he's doing his movies? Yeah. Right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm well, giving no. Kari the eyes because he loved Get Out. Yes, I loved Get Out. First of all, <laughs> Get Out, so like... Please tell me the premise of Get Out because I remember it being a big deal, but I don't do scary movies well, so yeah. I never saw it. But what was the premise of it? Gosh, it's hard to explain the premise. I can, have to spoil it. I can say some things that happened in it. So there's a guy who he's black and he's dating this white girl. And first off, what was incredible to me was at the movies, I saw a lot of interracial couples, which I'm an interracial couple, if you don't know that. So that was kind of cool. Did you know that going to the movie that there was an interracial couple in I it? did. Okay. I did just from the previews. Um, but he basically goes to the society and everyone there like seems super nice at first. And then he realizes that this girl's parents are crazy and that she's crazy as well and that she has brought several guys to her house before and basically in this society there's a lot of people it's kind of weird there's a lot of people who have died but Mm -hmm. they can use these younger black men's bodies like they can put their brains inside of their bodies and use that as a host it is a surgery that happens yeah and he goes to the sunken place and it's kind of really creepy but also like makes you think a lot um, so I like to get out a lot. So I'm so looking forward to us. More suspense or flat out like horror. This terrifying. was not horror. This movie, us is not horror. It, there is some gore and there's obviously some, you know, cause they described and, it as a horror movie and everyone, uh, the reviews I saw that was like terrifying. It's not terrifying. I love scary movies. I was not, there was a couple jumps. Um, there's the messages within it are so much deeper. Like when you walk out, are you afraid you're going to get got? No. Okay. Unless then we all not. have shadow people, which isn't plausible to me. It's plausible a little to Callie. It's not plausible to me. You, these things are possible. But just the idea that you have, there's a group of people in America, which us, US, uh, US of A, anybody, anybody, um, that we are putting down is the basic thing behind it. But this tweet, this, well, I don't even know who this girl is, but it was on BuzzFeed, so it matters. It does matter. But this I is how I would sum up what 
uh, stands for without being able to spoil anything. She says, we are Americans, which is a quote from the movie, said loud and clear, us, U.S., we're our own worst enemy and won't stop until the world is unrecognizable, only to discover we were the reason for our own demise. And then this verse is in this movie, Jeremiah eleven eleven. we've been warned. The verse is, therefore, thus says the Lord, behold, I'm bringing disaster upon them that they cannot escape. Though they cry to me, I will not listen to them. Basically, oh, he's shoot. saying there is an omen on America. We are treating people a certain way. We're doing this thing to these people, and we don't even see it. Who's really the the one in trouble in this movie? It's a it's really good. So we do need to be watching Doomsday Preppers. Yes, mm. that's really what because you just we all communicated have to me. a twin underground who's going to come up and try to kill us. You've got to have a stronger underground shelter than your twin. Mm. But really, I just saw the previews and I was a little creeped out. The preview is very wait. creepy. Speaking of having twins, and this just popped in my head, does Jordan Peele have a twin? Because Jordan Peele, the first half of his career was just mm. making stuff that was happy-go-lucky funny. and funny, yes. and now all the stuff that he's making, and it's good he's content, but it's- completely different. It's a, a lot darker. It's- Very dark. Even Maybe with Get Out, like, I thought people were saying, like, getting it wrong when they kept saying that Jordan Peele was the one who did Get Out. Right. So yeah. I was like, that's yeah. not the kind of like, stuff he does. That's Peele. not right. This is someone Maybe else. Maybe he just, so like, his shadow got his platform with- humor and then just took it to do what he really and so this is do. how dark i am oh it's good though. i've been hiding this and i'm here you know if you know me i'm here for all that stuff the deeper uh, meaning the behind the get behind the underdog was there a deeper meaning it. to get out was there a deeper meaning i mean someone it's, it's racism in america yeah. i mean ultimately it's always because i feel like a lot of the news was talking about that and then they jumped on us because they knew from get out oh there's always a deeper meaning like literally one of their views said he does horror but with a deeper meaning well mm. and the best part about us and i read this in an article today it wasn't so it wasn't blatantly like racism in america that wasn't really it at all but it set up a black family in a movie in a way we haven't seen mm-hmm. which is points for that mm-hmm. like it was a different that's true a different way to portray a black family especially in a horror film it was so there were points in that direction, but that wasn't his main thing, I don't think, for us. Well, he's, it sounds like he did it in both movies. Like, if he highlighted an interracial couple yeah. and get out, mm-hmm. it That's sounds true. like he's doing it, he's done yeah. that in both movies already. And also, I feel like it's, like, such a wide audience also that he's mm-hmm. appealing to. Like, it doesn't, like, no matter what your race is, no matter what your gender is, like, I've talked to a lot of people who are just genuinely interested in watching these movies, yeah. which I think is cool because, like, you kind of think about movies like Tyler Perry and yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes a lot of people like to watch those mm-hmm. movies, but typically it was like, oh yeah, my mom was going to see that movie, but probably yeah. like most of my friends <laughs> at school, they, like in my fraternity, like we're not going to see yeah, no. the latest yes. Tyler Perry movie. But how many, One, how many movies do you think he's going to make with Medea? I mean, he can't, right? <laughs> like, well, it's just him doing it, right? Like, yes. What's better acting? It, when does it end? <laughs> Like, at least you got, like, some real good actors in, in these Jordan Peele movies. But how many people thought they heard about Get Out and they heard that Jordan Peele did it, didn't know anything about it, showed up at the theater thinking they were seeing, like, a some comedy? Funny, well, yeah. I will say this. I, and when I'm in a scary movie, if you were in the audience and you were laughing, I'm mad because I want to be scared. And these people were cutting up, but they were making jokes. I mean, they were making really funny jokes. So it was this tension of, like... Like, in the movie? In the movie, the mm. script. I'm like, this is funny, but I'm trying to be scared. But yeah. this is really... How was supposed to feel? Come on. There was some of that in Get Out, yeah. too. Um, but, yeah, he's a very talented so person. Talented. And it's cool because he they started off as Key and Peele. And That's like, what I was going to say. Yeah. Who was the guy? Because Ryan used to make me watch, like, their clips all yeah. the time. I can't so remember Keegan the Michael other guy's Key, name. So he's in... Um, uh, Friends from College. Friends from College. From College. So Netflix he's original. Yes, good a good show. Netflix one. So he's still kind of sticking with the comedy, but even some of that has yeah. some deeper meaning. It but does get deep quick. Jordan Peele is definitely, like... 
gone to this, but I, I we are sure this awesome. is the same Jordan Peele. Like I told it is. you, they it's a sure. shadow like person. Really not sure. They it's showed <laughs> the only reason I know it's right is this morning on Good, Good Morning America. They were highlighting the movie and they pulled his picture up. Okay, and that's when someone said this is a complete turn from what Gosh, he usually yeah. does. He's doing horror, but with a purpose. All that kind of stuff. No, it's good. And that's when I, and that's when they showed the real creepy previews. And mm. I was like, what is? This? I recommend it. Yeah, hardcore. I can't All right. handle it. Okay, what's your next Another one? super talented person, don't at me. Um, Taylor <laughs> Swift is turning 30. Where's she been? But um, honestly, where has she been? She, I think she's about to release some music. You know how she gets all like... That annoys me. Yeah. She's letting Ariana that take snake the spotlight for Yeah, right she's going to let Ariana have her little breakup Swing album. her ponytail around. She, yeah, swing <laughs> her weave. And then she's going to come in and she's going to drop something awesome. But in the meantime, she wrote this article for Elle about 30 things she's learned before turning 30, um, which she will turn this year. And I just... It wasn't like profound, but I liked a few of them. And I think. I mean, I was literally in like middle school when she got her start. So she, more than. She no, says I guess in this 15. article, she had curly. Remember her curly hair? Yes. She yeah. said it is now straight and she doesn't know what's happening. So she is also a person. Shadow person. Shadow person. Shadow person. Shadow person. <laughs> Shadow Shadow Swift. Hormones do some crazy stuff to your hair. She Am did I right, say Cardi? the old Taylor is dead in her the, last oh. album. Oh. <laughs> oh, we have just uncovered. The truth. We have just gotten to the bottom of this so quickly. Does anyone ever put things together that fast? You know, she was, because she was missing for so long. She was. Oh she gosh. was gone for a We're, long time. And she's not ever out with guys anymore. Jordan Peele is in cahoots. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she's never out. Because wasn't she with someone like for a long time? She's with a guy now. Yes. Who is this guy? Um, He's in some, I'm doing not doing any justice to this poor guy. He's an actor. I just don't know what he's in. <laughs> I don't even know his name. It's Uncle just, Becky. She's know. learned things with her age. I bet she yeah. put it in this article. She just had some good things to say. The, and some of these aren't like super, like I'll get behind it, but I can take a little good out of some of it. But the first thing I loved was number two of her list was you don't have to be sweet to everyone all the time. Basically the gist of that was don't let people take advantage of you. But the thing she said at the end was be like a snake only bite oh, if me. someone steps on you. And I love that because of the whole snake thing that she did. That's the thing I hate. Oh, I, I hated the snake it. stuff. I hated it so hard. But only because you don't like snakes? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. See, that's, she is so clever, that woman. But I also like the gist of like, we're told to always be like sweet and polite. And she's like saying, no. Don't you feel like she like stopped there when she typed that and was like, yeah. Yeah, because mm. I stopped you know and what was I'm like, saying? yeah, Taylor. But you know she yeah. felt it right there. Be like, a snake. This is a line. You own Let me that. write this down. Someone write this down. This is a song. What they said about you. Mm. Turn it. Make it into a tour. Which I went to, by the way. It was wonderful. Anyways, number eight, she said, um, don't let outside opinions affect your values. Which she was saying, like, haters going to hate. Which, true. We know she But I'm not famous. That. But I like that she was saying, like, root your identity in your own stuff. And not let people, like, tell you who you are or what you want to do. She's not a two. Like, just these first. She's not an Enneagram. What is her? What, is what do you think she's got to be, like, an eight? She's kind of crazy. She but has she always been an eight? Like, your Enneagram number's not supposed to change. Like, your wings no. can change. I feel like she, I don't know. She's kind of nuts. She could be a four. No offense, fours. <laughs> she could be a four. She's, like, super emotional. Yeah. Which in this article, she was like, you don't have to be miserable to write an album. Well, you well, have you been. Kind of, so. You kind of show some misery yeah. in all of your music. happy stuff. Except for that those first couple songs. Man, I, she's going to have to turn a corner. I think the next thing she's going to do is going to be super positive. And I was going to say, she's been super That's dark. That's the vibe that mm -hmm. we're getting from her wardrobe. All you people watching Taylor Swift. She's going to have to give away her pet's name. Instagram. Um, another thing she said that I liked was um, apparently her mom has battled cancer twice. Wow. Hmm. Didn't know that. Um, but she was saying through her mom's cancer battle, she learned that there are real problems and then there's everything mm. else. And I so hear I think that. 
before turning 30, that's like a major lesson Mm -hmm. to learn that I think some people don't ever get to learn. Um, But love that she had some realness in there. And then another one that I liked, and this one was good because I actually had to use this um, in my job this week. But in tragedy or crisis, it's okay not to know what to say. Sometimes it's better just to shut up. Um, Had a girl walk up to me after a service and was like, hey, I just want prayer. And she was all happy and smiling. And then she just said, my dad died on Wednesday. Oh, And I was just like, like the wind just knocked out of me and she said and I'm laughing and I don't know if that's okay and we just sat there and just talked about it but like props to Taylor Mm -hmm. for learning that before she turns 30 because as I'm rapidly approaching the 3-0 I need to learn a few things yeah you're 25 it is right I've I'm in (laughs) I am in my 30s now so what is it like it's it's hard It's painful. No. It is. I feel it every day go back. when I get out of bed. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the achy joints. My knees. <laughs> but I was, we were actually talking about this this morning. It being in my 30s now, I didn't re- learn this until my late 20s that uh, I think depending on how driven you are, depending what kind of goals you set, whatever, for me, I was always going after something and things came pretty easily. Like good mm-hmm. opportunities came. I worked hard and I got what I felt like I deserved or I, you know, I earned something or I had an idea and it happened and was successful. But in my late 20s, I started failing mm. at things. Like there were just things, that, they're not even big things, yeah. but things didn't go my way every time just because I worked hard at it. I, it didn't go the way I thought it should go. Mm. And I didn't learn that that failure, like I didn't know how to fail mm-hmm. until my late twenties. Now, even now I'm still literally, this is a lesson I've been learning over the past yeah. year. It's how to fail. And I just didn't know. And I mean, obviously Taylor Swift doesn't know how well, to fail. Well, that was one but... of her things. That was one of her numbers. She said, learn how to fail. You don't, some, some cheesy. What has she failed at other than relationships? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, T-Swizz. <laughs> That's not even a bird. She knows it. She, she knows. knows it. That's true. <laughs> That's the one piece she needs is love. I think she has it with this what's his name that we don't even know. Well, that's why she has it. It's because you don't know her. Side note, you know, her old best friend used to be uh, Jennifer Lawrence, right? What? When? What weren't they weren't they hanging out all the time at some point? Anyway, like Selena Gomez and Gigi It was, Hadid. but I feel like that that Jennifer Lawrence was in her lady gang. Oh, well, she mentioned the lady gang. Well, I will say T Swift did make a song for Hunger Games. So sure. Oh. Could be. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah. Leading to this tonight on E News, they were talking about Jennifer Lawrence and Adele at a club together in um, New York last night. Dancing? They were doing some sort of game show on stage. They were just out together. Okay. I thought you were going to say that. Did Adele lose her voice, or is that something that was made up? Is that. Did you read it on Facebook? If you read it on Facebook, it's probably made up. No, I don't. She gave it to Lauren Daigle. I don't read articles on Facebook. (laughs) I really think that she did. I need to Google this. Really? I thought she was just being a mom. I find it weird her being in a club. She at was all. with Jennifer Lawrence. Were they dancing? I think okay. so. Adele lost weird. voice. They were, everyone had their phones up, so you couldn't really get I like can't clear really picture angles. that. But they were out together. Jennifer Lawrence did a game show on stage. I love me some J Law though. I know. All right, Where maybe I made been? that She's up. She's a cool girl. <laughs> What's she been doing though? Well, so she did that creepy movie called Mother. You yes. don't need to see it. I never saw it. It would kill I you. I saw the previews. It's very dark. Oh, yeah. It's an allegory of the world and how we're killing it and all that stuff. Very dark. You would. It's There's a rough moment at the end. That, that makes me so sad. But she did that really dark movie and like had to recover. Like she had to have on the set of that movie had to have what she called like a Kim Kardashian or Kardashian tent where that show was just on and she had happy things that she could like escape to because it was so dark just acting in that movie. 
Okay, so we end every episode with what is something that you're so happy someone did tell you about? So this can be anything. Do you have anything, Corey? Yeah, so something, Callie, that actually you told me about, about two years ago, and I'm just now actually getting to the point where I do it consistently, is the importance of waking up early to start your day. So I can wake up really at any time, but I'll prefer to sleep in, like if I go to bed late or whatever. But I've gotten to the point where I'm waking up like, at 5.15, Monday through Friday. So there's a group of guys that I know and they play basketball at 6 a.m. So I go with them. So it's just easier for me to start my day then. And like, Mm -hmm. it's amazing that I'm not rushing through everything throughout my day because I get up early. I'm able to get my shower. I'm able to get to work early. um, And I just feel so much more in control of my day. When you're intentional about Mm -hmm. how you start it. It is so true. Yes. So I've been really into that. Um, and that's just been, so you told me that two years ago, but I've just started doing that. Like it comes with age the past month. Yeah, I guess so. at 25, you know, you need it. I do. So yeah, I'm loving that right now. Kaylee, what do you got? Okay. So a podcast that I tell everyone when people ask what podcast I'm listening to, first of all, listen to way too many. So I'm not caught it's hard up, to keep up on it any is. of them, like at all. I just can't. But one I do love, um, it's called Fun Therapy. A guy named Mike Foster does it. It's basically a therapy session. He's a licensed whatever. He does it with a person, usually a famous person that you might know or someone who did a charity or um, just something you might be familiar with that has a really cool story. And he'll literally do therapy with this person for you to hear. And it's usually, um, some of it's lighthearted, some of it's um, super deep and helpful. But it's just kind of nice to like, get therapy without paying for it. Mm-hmm. While That's I cool. also pay for therapy and highly recommend it, Fun Therapy, good podcast. Um, it's a little, just bear with him through the intro. He's a very soft-spoken, counsel type dude, but the content is really good. That's why he's good at what he does because right. he has a, a soothing voice that's easy to listen to. he gets it. So mm-hmm. if you don't like that, like I usually don't, just push through. <laughs> well, also on an extremely helpful note, the thing that I'm very into right now are Think Thin Bars, the mm-hmm. cupcake protein bars. They're 150 calories, lots of protein in them, and they are so good. And Hagen always tries to eat mine. But Listen, they're 20 gram ones. Those that's 20 grams of protein, and it's they're good. hard to eat. Are they still called Think Thin? Think Thin. They 20, pack 20, 20 grams. grams. You can get the lemon flavor is the best. It is so good. Mm. The first time I had that was at that staff retreat yep. we were on, and it was oh my gosh, that was good. I mean, 20 grams in a bar, and it's not bad. You can right. get them at, at Target. They have them at Target, and they usually have them like two boxes for 10 bucks. Mm. There you go. That's a bargain. How many come in the boxes? Six. Wow. Mm. I don't need your you judgment. You are so right. yeah, I'm not. I'm not judging. How you about, can't, listen, you don't pay TV. for any of your streaming platforms, so you can afford some protein bars. I am about to pay, to pay for Apple TV Plus. Thank you very much. Better come about up. August. <laughs> okay, guys. Thanks for being on here with me. We hope that you all are leaving informed. I am. I feel like I've learned a lot. I feel good. And we will be back next month with more super helpful information. I love ending every episode telling you how thankful I am for you, that you would take your time to listen to what we're trying to do here. So if you loved it, or even if you have feedback, I want to hear about it. You can either hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review 
or you can just DM me on social media. Usually I'm on Instagram the most. It's at C.E. Holla. And again, I love hearing from you guys. So make sure you either write a review or send me a DM, which always seems a little bit desperate asking for it. But here I am asking anyways. Thanks again for tuning in.